0: Welcome everybody. This is BMP Weekly episode 205. It is 6th of April 2023, um, and was it episode 502 or 5? Yes, yes it is. Um, we are recording this a bit earlier than typically uh, because of the Easter season. Doesn't really matter because luckily there's a lot of new news, and we have a visitor, of course, on the show as well. So the, today, when we're recording, why, why we're even sharing that? Well, help helped me. I'm digging myself on.
1: Yeah, stop talking. <laughs> it's as easy as that. We're recording earlier, because typically we record at 10 a.m. and
0: now it's 9.24. So we're recording a bit earlier. Yes. <laughs> True. Yeah. Now, in the PMP, we talk about the OS, the latest on Microsoft 365 and the related technologies, uh, and Azure Kit and Power Platform uh, is typically within the agenda, because it's all part of the Microsoft Cloud. My name is Max. Uh, my name is <laughs> My name is Max. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: Wow. Mr. Microsoft, my,
0: yeah. from now on, you'll <laughs> <laughs> My name is Asahi I'm a program manager on the Microsoft 365 platform and community areas and with me as a co-host. <laughs> hey
1: everybody, my name is Valik Mandekas and I am cloud developer advocate for Microsoft 365 at Microsoft. No, no.
0: You're the Mr. Oracle,
1: right? So if I... No, 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 I'm, no, <laughs> I'm not. no, 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 not. no, 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 that's, no, no. Scott
0: Tiger, you know. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Today, uh, we do have a visitor uh, joining us, who's April Dunham. Um, she, she was a long-term uh, MVP then joined Microsoft. And I think she's been on a show in the past at some point, which uh, probably actually check it out. No, yeah, um, but yeah, I can't remember has, which, which episode. It's been a while um, and and when that happens and we talk about her new role, semi-new role, and she's nowadays leading a team of part of the Cloud Advocate. So what does that mean? And we get some clarity on what it means that Waldek is also a Cloud Advocate probably as part of that interview. So you know,
1: what's what the mean, role of why? Cloud
0: Advocate? Well, what, what yeah, does it exactly. mean? What does it all mean? <laughs> can you tell what it means <laughs> <laughs> don't be <they> so shallow Good, <laughs> good you're checking out the, the episode I'm
1: trying but um okay it's okay let's change, jump on the interviews then, no, we'll, we'll figure it out there. before yeah. the interview actually
0: is <laughs> and we'll get back on the articles right after the interview let's jump on the on the uh, meetup with uh, April excellent let's actually get started so Thank you, April, joining us on the PMP Weekly episode 205. Uh, good to have you on the show as well. You were in episode 123 last time, so it's almost the 100 episodes between. So thank you for joining us again. Um, what's well? Before we go, what's up and what's actually happened since? Let's do a quick intro. <laughs> who are you? Can, you? can you explain what are you doing? For, living? for those who do not know, who's April? The movie, the sure. YouTube star and and whatever? <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure, yeah. So um, I am a principal cloud advocate here at Microsoft, I lead our Power Platform advocacy team, been you know, around the Power Platform space and then the SharePoint space before that for years, was an MVP before joining Microsoft and and all that. So um, yeah, that's, that's really interesting.
0: And you are a YouTube star, so that wasn't a joke. I mean, you actually are a YouTube yeah. star. You have a super successful YouTube channel as well.
2: Y- yeah, I, I love YouTube. It's it's fun. Yeah, I have, have the channel there, a lot of Power Platform content and stuff that that I keep up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not that we're pushing you to the, to even more, but, you know, people, you know, what <laughs> you're... YouTube channel, but but being a manager, and which is actually changed since the previous discussion, when we had, so of course, changes a bit about the dynamics and the amount of time we have for that kind of stuff. Is that true?
2: Yeah, I mean, it definitely um, kind of splits up your 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 work day, right? So you know, having to how to manage and then still try to do the stuff that you love as well. You know, the individual yep. contributor stuff and the YouTube and all that. But so. you wouldn't
0: love being a manager, I mean, right? So no,
2: I so. yes, right. You know, I love it, but so, you know, we we're all here because we love like like the tech that we do too. So you don't yep. never want to lose that part of it too. So it's it's a balance, but sure. yeah, I love I love managing the team. Have a great team.
1: So what's your secret to balance it out? Because it's it's stuff like I have I have a single job and it's already hard and you've got two jobs and I can imagine it's only more. So how do you, you balance it out?
2: I'm probably not the best person to ask because I don't think I do it well. <laughs> I think I just <laughs> sacrifice on sleep and <laughs> to, to kind of get some of it done. And that's not a good thing.
0: That's not sustainable. It probably isn't so. the
2: healthiest way about <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> but, um, yes. but, you know, I mean, again, it's it's stuff that I really love. So, like, a lot of the stuff, you know, when I'm diving into something new, like, to get caught up on, like, a new feature in Power Apps, like, I, I find joy in that. So, it's kind of like something I'll gladly do in my downtime, you know, like, why. Maybe while I'm watching a show and like debugging an app and, you know, building, trying out something new. So, as it's, it's kind of how I balance it. But I do, you know, I, I don't let it consume my life as well. Like I have hobbies and stuff. So I'm not just 24 seven working. Um, yeah. yeah. So I try Let's, to divide
1: my time. I think Let's I've actually, seen, I've seen you the other day, you bought a guitar. A tailor. Yes, exactly. A, Let's do the hobby part. And what, what are you? What a do
0: tailor. you do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I always, I've never seen you <laughs> playing that. So is that a just a decor? Oh, it's a real guitar. That's it's good. A real so player. it's a Taylor
2: too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got the Taylor GS mini um, is what I just got. Um, yeah, I don't I'm just trying to learn. I've never I've never really tried to play seriously or anything. My husband, he's a really great guitar player. Um, and we, you know, play in a band and I sing and do harmonica and, and he plays guitar. But we've been doing a lot more acoustic stuff. So I thought, wouldn't it be cool if I could kind of like help back up like he can do all the lead cool parts and I can kind of just yep. hold down some chords and you know, like the rhythm. So I just thought i would cool same and, time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like cool little hobby to try to teach myself a, a few chords. There, going good so far. It's only been like probably not even a month, but um, okay. Yeah.
1: So it's still in the the first stage where your fingertips like hurts like oh, crazy. Oh yeah, it analysis. hurts. <laughs> and
2: I'm getting used to like not being able to feel the tips of my fingers. And... Oh yeah, yeah. Like they're
1: super hard. So do you yeah. play nylon's or uh, strings or um, metal strings?
2: <laughs> Dude, you're, you're catching me. This is how little I know. Whatever the guitar came with, I don't know. Also, like what so it is. I didn't change metal, I, I right? So
1: you got you got metal strings, metal, okay, and then they clean yeah, metal. That's what they they, they sound that. sound metal. Or you yeah. have the nylons, which are more like you know, the I wouldn't say Spanish guitar, but that's probably like the easiest way to associate it. Yeah. So so basically a nylon string. So do you have these or do you have the other ones?
2: I have I think that the, the metal ones and okay, they're talking yeah, about
1: because
2: I these think I'm pretty sure that's the as, yeah. as, as Okay, then that's why my fingers hurt so bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The other kind that sounds like that'd be a little bit more fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you are a spand, uh, singer in a pant um and all of that. So is is that the, the...
1: player, composer, yeah. YouTube yes like the list <laughs> just keeps growing. Yes, exactly. Where do you get so many hours in a day from April? How do
0: how do you, how do you I... duplicate yourself? Is there another April somewhere? <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, just my clone. We just kind of, you know, we're dividing up the duties. No, I I wish. But I I mean, I just just make it happen. I just, like, I'm really conscious about, like, my time and not, not really wasting it. Like, I don't spend a lot of time just watching TV. Like, I'm always doing something else if I am. And, you know, just... Can I Kind of make make the time for for stuff, you know, because like the music stuff is just like one of the things that brings me joy outside of out of yep. work, and it's just like a break from it all. So you know, I've been doing it's a lot of a It's relaxation and stuff like from exactly. The so version. yes, yep.
0: yes, sure. which is which we, is super important we, and critical as well. So yeah, we all have our own ways of relaxing. That's yeah. So which mm-hmm. is good. Some
1: are more dangerous than others, like you. That, want to but, buy yeah, breaking bones. Yeah.
0: Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or inline skating and all of that. I'm lucky. Luckily, I'm able to sit on the, again on this one, so it's good. It's good. So <laughs>
2: I have no coordination. I know I would injure myself if I tried anything crazy like that. So I'll stick to music. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Now, what, um, before we go back on the work and other stuff, and and you do actually stuff in the open source and community quite significantly as well. Um, what kind of things uh, you're saying that you're singing? What kind of stuff, what, what 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 does the band actually present? And where where can we see you? Las Vegas uh, within May. I mean, and, and yeah. It is
1: <laughs> weird.
2: Console, <laughs> it. You can book us <laughs> yes. for all of your conference. no, no, wait, no, wait, no. Pull. Um, pull. We, we play locally <laughs> here, like in Tulsa, just like around a lot of, you know, different fairs, festivals and, and bars and, and all that kind of stuff. A lot of, you know, uh, acoustic. And then we do full bands. So we have a full band and we do a lot of rock covers. So anything from like 60s oh. all the way to current, oh, I would say. And then we do a few read. originals too. Yeah, trying to write Brilliant. some more original music. music.
0: The best music the yeah. best I said <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's highly subjective. Now, that's <laughs> yes, it is <laughs> like everything else in life. <laughs> that's true. That is so true. <laughs> now, uh, we we started by by saying that you kind of a bit evolved to be a manager in the cloud advocate. So, what does that entitle? What does it actually mean? So, how how has your work actually changed from being an IC as an individual contributor, now that you're a manager? What 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 has changed?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess the the main thing, obviously, other than you know having like a group of three people that you know kind of have to guide and manage, is um, really more thinking from a strategic level. You know, so kind of before it's like, okay, I'm getting told like here are our focus areas and you know, go make all the stuff and make it happen. You know, build the content and all that. So now having to take a step back at a higher lens and think, what are the the big initiatives? You know, and what are the how can we best serve our different communities and where are the gaps needed and and kind of Kind of define that strategy and then kind of divvy out the task amongst the team and all that. So that's kind of the biggest change is just that higher level of focus and then, you know, just more coordination with all of our, you know, product team stakeholders and just getting more deeply plugged into the community to to identify what those needs are as well and and think through that.
0: And that, of course, takes a lot of time as well. Uh, now, yeah. how, how does the, the dynamics work between the cloud advocates and then the engineering team? So, how how, how are you meeting? Of course, we are not meeting no, in we're sending person emails. necessarily, but we're sending uh, emails. well, of course, we're sending yeah. emails as well. <laughs> Very but, dynamic. But yeah. what, what kind of the way of engaging? Just just for those who don't know how Microsoft actually works, because it is a different organization, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the, the advocacy org is totally different from from the product teams and our own separate world there. But you know, that's what. What we do to keep updated with them, we have regular syncs that we set up. You know, like usually with some key stakeholders there on a monthly basis, just to learn, you know, what's coming up, where you see kind of the gaps are that we can help you. Um, you yep. know, maybe you need to increase more awareness about a certain feature and stuff like that. So we just have regular monthly sync cadences with with the stakeholders there to to keep in contact, and let them know what we're doing, and and share, you know, different things we're trying.
0: So it's almost like the the product group is your customer, and you. The specialists of making their stuff look pretty is that the way of looking? That not no. just pretty, but available no. and, and all no. that for the very audience.
1: cold. Like on a scale of cold <laughs> to hot, like this is
0: very cold. No, no, Vesa, no.
1: I would
2: say like the the community is our stakeholders. The users are our stakeholders, and we're yeah. all driving for the same goal yeah. of like how do we help educate and like fill in gaps so that people can use. The products that we're advocating for, in the best way possible, and yeah. you know, make good solutions. Yeah,
0: makes makes perfect sense. Um, I do apologize. Uh, uh, well, like your question, uh, because I will jump between the networks, so I'm in the wrong network. You probably have some questions in your mind, <laughs> <For> April. <laughs> I'm gonna flip between a 5G to a 5G, uh, a connected network, so that's gonna be so going a, a, back to guitars and music, April. <laughs>
2: There we go. We'll just talk about music the whole important time. Important stuff. I like it. The important yes. stuff.
0: Yes. Like, like okay, it. now I'm back. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> no, you, you had your chance. Now, my turn. Now, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's <laughs> okay.
1: No, no, no. I'm no. going to let you finish. No. <laughs> <laughs> the silent Finn
0: strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> now, um, if we okay, so we talked about the cloud advocacy. We talked about how it works. What about your YouTube channel? How, how did you come up with a the the YouTube channel? How do you come up with an ideas of of what are you actually doing? And is that actually part of your work? How does that work uh, from a dynamics perspective? So, is it work time? Is it not? And why did you create that in the first place?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, now it's it's a little different. That's not necessarily. That's kind of like my own passion project. You know, kind of obviously helps my work, but, you know, we, we do content too for like Power Platform YouTube channel as well. That's kind of like more my, my job job. And then my channel is kind of my personal passion project. So, I mean, it, it started like, how do I get ideas? That's kind of how it started is back when I was, you know, in consulting and running my own business and all that. I mean, I was just doing so much work and I wanted to remember all the stuff I was learning from all the Projects I was doing, so I thought, what better way than I'll just make a quick video, and then I can go back myself and reference and remember how the heck I did that thing in there, and then maybe it can help other people too. So that's kind of how it started, and that's still how I get my ideas. You know, like I'm I'm out there talking with uh, you know people and customers and all that, and hearing where they're struggling, and I wish there was you know some guidance on how to do this and like you know build like you know UI and Power Apps or whatever it is, and that's kind of where I get all my ideas for for things to do still to this day.
0: I think a lot of people, so as part of this transition on the on bif- different mediums, in the past, it was all, all, all about blocking and adding notes in and writing stuff with your fingers. Yeah. Now it's more about also talking and presenting as a reminder for yourself as well. So the, the personal YouTube channel can be considered almost the same as the personal block for a lot of the, hey, I need to remember yep. this. Well, let me record a video um, and mm-hmm. then share that with the wider audience at the same time, which is great. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I started, I did the blogging like back in the day too, but I just hate, I'm not a good writer. I, I don't like it. I just, it does not, does not bring me joy, so they say. So I so, figured I'll, I'll try video because I can talk through needed. something like, <laughs> way easier. You know?
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah. And then again, justify all of the nice gadgets and everything else because- you Exactly, know, you I mean, I,
2: I love gadgets. So anything where I can like buy and test out different gadgets, I mean, I'm all for that too and have a, a valid reason for it. So.
0: All of the great gadgets and
2: yeah, okay. I need to work
1: on my no. on my sound effects
2: game. That is one thing that I that I haven't set up yet. I got I got the whole string deck and all that, but I haven't configured the sound effects, so I'm behind. I got to catch <laughs> up. With luckily, me, David.
1: luckily, don't don't go there. Whatever you do, please don't go there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there there you go. There
2: you go. Okay, I need that one. <laughs> I, was, I was joking about um, people doing the bloopers for, for YouTube videos, yep. and I said, mine would be all just probably me cursing <laughs> when something my like cat comes in, scratching at the door, like, no one needs to see that. <laughs> I'm just like, I'll need that uh, button.
1: <laughs> like, the whole
0: that step. reminded me on on something which probably haven't shared, actually, in here, and, and it's fine to get shared. So, uh, related on videos and everything else, back in the time, you are doing videos was a bit more rare uh, when when we started, because we're dinosaurs, right, Valdek? Like uh, yourself. Rah. Anyway, um that was why are we rec- recording this on like Friday or Thursday? This we should be doing this only on Monday because this is stupid. <laughs> the brain's working in real weird... <laughs> Your brain anyway, works in, in, in very mysterious ways. Exactly. <laughs> Great song, by the way. Now, uh, YouTube, Mysterious Ways. Anyway, uh, so uh, I remember back in time when we were doing videos I, I, and, and editing videos and we're pushing them only in MSDN and TechNet because YouTube was not allowed, and channel nine was potentially an option, but it didn't really exist at the time. And, and Luca Bandinelli did this video uh, for uh, social in uh, SharePoint 2013. And I, I vividly remember the reaction because I was listening and somebody, there was somebody else who wrote the, or listened and wrote all of the uh, transcription captions because there was no automation captions and there was no automation in place. And Luca basically, and there was a marker on the video. I could not understand what Luca is saying here, and I'm listening that and I'm like, no idea what he's saying either. But ah, it's fine, uh, let's ship it. We put it in TechNet <laughs> official Microsoft TechNet as a learning official learning, and we didn't have Microsoft 365 at the time, so it was SharePoint was the biggest thing ever. So all of the videos had a widely viewed like. Millions of years and uh, through the technet, and I pushed it out, and it went out, and like in the, within like 12 hours or whatever, lookup basically pinged me in, in an SMS message on, on because we, you know, not open. You need to pull it down. You need to pull it down. You need to pull it down because what he was doing. Is- is cursing. So coming back on the beep, beep, beep sound, he was cursing in Italian, right? in Italian or... but uh... I had no idea. It made no sense. Well, <laughs> but but you it have was heard it, like
1: you know the the
0: the, the tone of voice. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like oh, well. that sounded weird, funny. I have no idea what it is. So let's just chip it. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, ship it. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never a good yeah. advice. <laughs> Well, there wasn't time, Mm. and you know, we're always running late and and all of that. But yeah, you need to be a bit careful on cursing and and bad wording and everything else because, again, that should not be necessarily in your personal YouTube channel unless that's part of your profile. So. Uh
2: I, I love that. Where was AA, AI back then to
0: catch that Yeah, you? Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, so.
1: I like it. Like, there was in, in a TV show, I think, where they did the beeps, where a person would swear, and then, then came the, the beep right <laughs> yes. after it. I was like, what's the point of that, exactly?
0: <laughs> yes. I did, I think a few times we said for Andrew, uh, who's our uh, video editing guy, that, well, we need to beep that word, and, and he's done exactly that, which is like <laughs> two seconds after the word, you get that. Oh, right,
1: right, right. That was a beep.
0: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, but um, on the on the YouTube, so how do you see the, the is that the YouTube thing? You said that it's your almost like a hobby and a passion hobby, which is which is a good way of saying things. Is that a thing? that you keep on still doing in the future as well. Um, I say. A, yeah. As part of the relaxation, is that a relaxation? It's that's that's the one thing which is weird, um, actually, for me as well. That what is work and what's a hobby? And of course, when you go biking or inline skating outside, that's hobby. Well, you're being but paid then there's... for things. It's work. It's it's called work typically. But, but <laughs> if you don't if you don't have yeah. tracking of your hours and if you don't really report your hours, then what's actually work and what's hobby? It's 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 a really. I get your point. Hmm. Yeah. So philosophical. Like social you're, media. you're getting all all philosophical on Thursday.
1: I, I, yeah, I'm really. Thank you. Really never record any anymore on, 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 on Thursday. What is work? What is life anyway? Why are we here? What is sky?
0: What is? Are you actually there? Why am I? <laughs> yeah. Am I really here or is this a... <laughs>
1: <laughs> On a a lighter note, what's next, April? What is next on your plate? What
0: is the next big rock you're pushing or pulling or rolling? Yeah, you've been doing an awesome job, by the way, on yeah. helping on Power Platform, and and the team is absolutely brilliant. A uh, lot of lot of awesome content uh, from your team. So,
2: yeah, I mean, I I think just you know I'm re- still relatively new, like managing the team, so kind of keep going with that. See if hopefully eventually you know we can grow the team more. I mean we have really great teams so far, but so we can just do even more. And I mean I think obviously right now like AI is the big thing. So seeing how we can help kind of drive further you know, innovation and, and knowledge and awareness of some of the the cool things that have been, you know, coming down the road uh, with AI, particularly in Power Platform. Um, and then yep. just I, I personally like I like to get just more into that space in general, just even like outside of the Power Platform and maybe explore like other things on my channel as far as like AI topics. And like I said, I mentioned gadgets. So I thought about, you know, maybe starting my own gadget mm. review channel as well. Yep, like just personally, like for that. Yep. So
0: yeah, it's AI, just lots AI of little things. Gadgets. AI gadgets. Yep. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. April's AI gadget, A-H-E.
2: So. Oh, I like mm. it. Yeah, I, might, I might
0: have still
2: that. Ah. <laughs> 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 I'll have to cut you a royalty check, I guess, if I go with that. Yeah, and that's make fair. A bag,
0: <laughs> now it's recorded. I own that. AEG does this. AEG is something else. Now, uh, uh... yes, make it two. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've been also actively involved in the community side of the house and, and can you talk a bit about why is the community a thing for you and, and, and also you've been actively involved within the collecting samples and all of that stuff and um, but that you actually started that before, it's kind of part of your role and part of your work, which, which comes back on the hobby, work versus, you know, complexity. Uh, why, why are you doing that? You, you're basically sharing your expertise for free for somebody else. The classic example and a question what we do here. Because some people always ask that. If you have your pressures, why are you sharing that away for other people? Why?
2: I mean, well, A, like to me, it's like kind of a giving back because other people did that for me when I was starting out in my career. So it's kind of like the circle of life, I guess, <laughs> in a way, right? Like returning the favor. Um, and I, I just think that's, that's vitally important. You know, like we can't I mean, yeah, could I like build a course or something and and sell that and probably make a lot of money or build a template and sell that? Yeah, I could. But um, I'm just limiting the amount of people that can benefit from that. You know, I mean, I just yeah. it just goes back to my passion. Like before I got into tech, I thought I wanted to be a teacher. Um, and I, you know, I kind of I just like helping people and helping people learn and, you know, get new careers like in things. And so through the samples, you know, that I put out there through the tutorials and video content that we put out there for free, that's just, I'm able to reach the widest amount of people with so sort of no limits to, to getting the content and so that they can, you know, use that however, however they need to and, and, and benefit from them. It's just, you know, just a passion of mine. Like I said, it, it, people did that for me. It really helped me and I want to return yeah. the favor and, and keep it going on.
0: And there's probably no fear that you would run out of ideas you know, that you need to.
2: I, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I mean, this is virtually impossible with the pace of change yes. here. There's always going to be exactly. some, some new stuff. So I'm not worried about that anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I, I, but, but, and that's actually a really good mentality as well, because the reality is that technology is evolving so fast. that it's, it's like, why would you keep your pressures in here? What about if you would actually show the pressures and share the pressures or somebody else, and then they can actually... Build on top of that, and you learn from them, and then everybody learns. It's the yeah. shared knowledge of the community rather than just individual isolation. So.
2: For sure. I mean, that that's a big part. Like, I remember I put together this simple template for like a desk reservation, like during COVID when we we're trying to do the hybrid work stuff. And like, I learned more from that, not from me building that, but from people saying that they took that and they like tweaked it for other use cases, like a parking lot yeah. um, kind of scheduling app or like a hotel scheduling or whatever. And then seeing what other people did with it and ran with it yeah. more than I did building the app. So you get a lot out of it too.
1: Yeah. Interesting, isn't well, that's, it? Like the moment you share your things. And I guess that that also applies to our engineers. Like they build a product and then it's being used in ways they would never envision. It's like, huh? I I didn't know like you would use this for that. Like do something <laughs> about it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I, I think that's that's well, the I still remember the the in person conferences and expo areas, the engineers nearest were always like the the most like Wow! I went to talk to that and that one. They built something absolutely incredible. I was like, "Yeah, that's the idea." They build on top of your stuff. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never <laughs> thought about that somebody could do something like that. Yeah, but that's really cool. You- but
1: this an interesting. But it is an interesting point. Like, how do we create, you know, feedback loops around that from exactly. engineers and customers? Exactly. In current time, where we are not at expo floor the whole time. Yep. How do we do that, right? How do we bridge the gaps? And again, like that is where your uh, org april and my org ozer right like try to advocate on behalf of the customer the product group and advocate on behalf of the product group to customers like bring yep. B- yep. making that bridge and let everybody know about the cool work that we do and also where we can improve
0: exactly exactly so yep. having the back channel to the engineering as well and and even coming back on the community side that's the beauty of that open source and, and sharing things because then you will get the feedback back, as you said April. Um, in the same way as engineering is getting feedback back. And but that that's also the let's say ha- having the courage of opening and sharing your thing yeah. to somebody else to be willing to take the feedback. Uh, because and that actually happens yeah. in YouTube channel as well, because you see and hear people behaving badly. There's always trolls. So you take that mm-hmm. risk of somebody attacking you has has any uh, any do you have any tips i know that you've been a few times uh, openly kind of a being uh, providing a bit feedback related on trolls in the in the youtube how do you deal with that how do you handle the the negativity because unfortunately that still happens not necessarily mm-hmm. i think it's getting to a better direction maybe i don't know is it and and how do you deal with that
2: yeah i mean i don't know it, it's i think it's always going to i think that's always going to be there um i i know that at my I think I've evolved in my stance on it. You know, I think you're it's human nature to just get in defense mode. like, wow, like really? like, why why are you attacking me? Because, you know, I'll be attacking all kinds of things like whether it's like do you like I don't know the tech or even like just on like at a personal level like your your looks and like the way you talk and and yeah, things like that like, so you what? you have to be prepared <laughs> for, for all kinds of that it, yeah, it's, yeah situations like that and like I think at, at first um, I was very kind of defensive of it and you know maybe took the approach of kind of like trying to involve like reply you know and kind of which is, I think, the biggest mistake. That's exactly what people like that, you know, the trolls want, is, is want to terrifying and get the attention. And so I fought that urge, and I think i, I matured <laughs> over the years of how I approach that. And I just, I simply ignore it. I mean, I don't even give it the time of day, because if you look at it from a higher level, at least, I mean, I think for probably 99% of the cases, those, you know, rude comments, those things are, like, 0.01% of the overall comments that you get, the yes. overwhelming yes. majority is very yes. positive or just you know simply asking for help. So I don't even give it the time of day anymore. I don't even give them notice. I don't like. I don't post about it on social media anymore. I, I, I did used to do that. You know, wouldn't bother me thinking they need to be called out for this. And we need justice, and I just don't think that's, you know, in my in my opinion, the the right approach yep. anymore. Because you're just giving them uh, what they want, and it yep. doesn't do you any good. It doesn't help you. So you're better to move on and um, just keep doing it. Because if you're doing something that you love, and that's all that matters, and if it's helping people. That's all that matters, and the people that want to, you know, put hate into the world, um, you shouldn't give the time of day. So.
0: True. True. And we, we humans are somehow magically wired in a way that we always focus on the negatives, uh, especially yeah. when it's towards us and and it's reviving. It's a, I get a that. It's, that it, it yeah. is survival instinct, but it's it's a bit of a sad thing as well because on YouTube, impacts, right? is right uh, well,
1: so important. <laughs> yeah,
0: <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> or Twitter or social yeah, media well. and everything else. Uh, I, I just yesterday again, uh, whatever. I think it was Twitter. Um, I have a bad habit of I- evening when I close up. I'm not actually closing up because I'm still in my iPad and doing things and you know doom scrolling is a bad habit as well. Uh, yep. And then you read reactions and everything else. And just yesterday again, muted like mute, 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 and then gone. You're out of my sight. I will never see those comments you ran again. You run out of mutes. You cannot mute anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say muting
2: but it, but it, and blocking people like that is the best <laughs> tools to
0: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. And in the YouTube, I well, I I do manage few channels uh, and help on managing few channels, and it's for sure the muting is is the best because even the when you're muting the person, of course it's a wrong thing for them to attack, and and unfortunately people are those kind of people are looking for the reaction. It might the intention, It's not necessarily even a people. It might be a bot. It might be something else. We never know. Um, but if you mute mute them, they don't know that you ignore them. But they're no longer visible for anybody else in the YouTube, which is like, well, tough luck, go on. So, yep. Go somewhere else and yell somebody else. I I can't hear you. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: On note, uh, going back to our tips, to our tips. Um, April, you tips, achieved tips. So, so much. You have an awesome job. You're playing in a band. You're about to learn guitar playing. Uh, you are a star on YouTube, used to be an MVP. What tips would you give to somebody who is about to start a career in tech?
2: Wow, that's a good question. Um, well, one, I would say, like, don't get too hung up on... You know, just don't let fear hold you back. Like, I think that's something that held me back in the beginning, you know, fear of maybe I I don't know enough, like the whole, I guess, imposter syndrome type thing. Or like, I'm going to get called out, you know, if I, you know, in fear of like putting myself out there, like uh, starting the YouTube channel and all that whole thing. Like, that was a big deal because as we just talked about trolls, like you're opening yourself up to a world of, you know, potentially negative comments and stuff like that. But I would say just as long as you're always following your passion and something that you really enjoy, um, only, I think only good things will happen. There'll be some negative things along the way, but don't let just follow your passion. Um, and don't let any of those thoughts that you have in your mind kind of Stop you from from doing what doing what you love, and then seek out mentors and get involved in the community. Um, I probably did that a little bit, way too late too. It was like really trying to get plugged in in, in the in the community and seeking out like mentors to to help me and run, you know, get advice from and all of that. So try to identify. I think um, people are nicer than you think um, because I was scared. Like, I don't want to bother this person. But like, you know, most people are willing to 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 work with you and then help you in whatever way they can. So, you know, get plugged in. It's a great community that we have um, in tech, especially with power platform and, you know, Microsoft 365 and SharePoint. Just a great group of people that are always ready and willing to help you. So get plugged in as soon as possible to I think to the community and and find a mentor and um, you'll be on a good path.
1: Regarding the mentoring part, because especially at Microsoft, like we say it a lot, we hear it a lot. Like, how do you go about? It? Like, do you ask folks, and do you ask them what? Like, do you ask them to mentor you, or do you ask them to help you with a specific thing? Like, what's your tip? Like, how would you advise somebody who's who's looking for advice around career or tech? How would they approach it?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. I think. Um... You want to get away from just like, hey, can you mentor me with someone? Because like, well, hey, you want to make sure that you have the best experience out of this thing and, and the person mentoring you as well and that it's a good fit. Um, so it's kind of vague. So if you can be as specific as possible, like for me recently, when I knew that I was going to have to be managing, I specifically sought out someone that I knew was a manager and asked them for help. Like, I want specific guidance on how do I best manage a team? How do I nurture a team? How do I do strategy? And I get kind of specific bullet points of the things that I was looking for mentorship on. So if you can kind of think through that and do that exercise, then you'll you'll have better, just a better experience, you know, all the way around because you'll find the best fit for specifically what you're looking for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and especially if the first person who's actually sent that might be saying, well, actually I'm not good at these things, but how about this person or something and and all of a sudden you have multiple connections and all of that. Um it's it's yeah. People are typically friendly. So it it's it's amazing being a person with the imposter syndrome and still remembering my, my career development in Microsoft when I got started. And then all of a sudden you realize that you can actually ask help and you can actually be you know, it's it's okay, and that's how it should be, and that's that's why I think that's part of the community work as well, which we're trying to foster and help, is is to find that everybody is welcome, absolutely everybody is welcome, and you can ask any questions, and nobody's going to judge you on that, and and we'll push you in the right direction one by one, and there's multiple examples of well that being successful, and and that's the the right behavior for sure, so.
2: Exactly. So what I love about sharing is caring and all that is just that yes, inclusiveness exactly. and you know never afraid to ask any questions
0: and all that. Yes. But I, yeah, sharing is caring is the the one of the initiatives in our community wider community thing where where basically we don't record any of those sessions. People are welcome to join and learn basics and nobody's going to judge uh, your previous skills or who you are and where you join from. Um, and it's all about just openly teaching everybody. so And there's even body systems related on, hey, I, I need to mm-hmm. learn on presenting. I would love to do a demo in community call. Any chance we could do some connections? Yeah, absolutely. And and we've been, of course, uh, it depends on a person, depends on availability. Um, I, there's there's say, multiple calls where there has been multiple new people, and then there has been multiple body system connections who are helping people to do the presentation, which is great. So. Mm-hmm. Presenting is is also actually interesting now that I'm thinking that my brain it goes in, in multiple ways right now. Again, it's Thursday. It's almost Friday. It's it's you know, because tomorrow <laughs> is public holiday. Um Friday in Australia, is it already? Maybe? Uh it is. It is, yeah. Yeah, It's 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 yeah. it, yeah, is. Phone, yeah, it, it is. is. There you yeah, go. It, it is, is Friday. You are on yep. Australian's Australian standard time.
2: I just spoke at an Australian event last night at like ten o'clock my time, and it was yeah,
0: oh, there we go. Yeah. There you go. I have no idea what I what I was about to say though. Uh, there
1: you go. It wasn't about on, on the note.
0: <laughs> <laughs> speaking. Yes. So something about the speak and and a space, uh, the speaking or contributing, and that that's actually comes back on the the community helping as well and going going above the the let's say the self boundary, which is basically making yourself vulnerable. vulnerable. And for others uh, by contributing. Um, so The first sample you get in, or the first PR you get to the CLI for Microsoft 365, or the first speaking oh, yeah. demo what you do, and, and obviously we want those to be successful, we want to be friendly, and quite often what happens is that immediately when that's successful, people want to do more because it's actually kind of fun. And and that's a great cycle with everybody in the community always trying to support as much, as much as possible. But it does require that individual to really push over the boundary on, can I do this? And answer is yes, well, yeah, absolutely.
1: And, also, yeah. and it goes two ways, right? Because like on one hand is you being on, let's say the receiving end of the stick, like. Going over the hurdle, going over the step and being, you know, willing to do something you are, you are uncomfortable with and do something yes. in the open. And then also all that while being aware, it will suck the first time you will fail and it will probably be bad but well, I mean, that's realities of life like it's with anything that's the way we learn that's,
0: whether it's this a european screening. way of selling the, no,
1: no, no 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 but I mean, like that's just realities yeah. of life like, like uh it's the same thing like with i don't know i put you on a parasail class or yeah, absolutely the first time you know, it's like, gonna the first be yeah it's gonna suck it's yeah. gonna be bad but as yeah. long as you are that's okay. I'm gonna learn from, from this and I'm going next yes. time it's gonna be better and better and better yeah. and better. Yes. But let's not have this this mentality of it has to be perfect or like for I is, yeah, I will yeah. never yes. ne- never yes. be able to learn it. And that is kind of yeah. one of the great things at Microsoft, like the mentality of being being a learn it all. Like there's always room for improvement. You can always do better as long as you stick with it, right? And ask for help. Like that is really the recipe. Unless you are Paula, and because Paula is perfect, he is yeah, Italian though, so that, is, that doesn't count.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I like all that. I think it's a good point too, like because like not only do you have to kind of make that leap, and yeah, it might not be you know perfect um, from out, outright, especially like when speaking, but you know, it kind of goes both ways. Like we need to be as event organizers and, you know, people that are running these community programs, we need to be actively seeking to give those opportunities to new speakers. Because yes. I think so many times, you know, you kind of get your established speakers and we need to have programs in place so that people that are wanting to make that step and that our new speakers have that platform. And I think there's several, you know, groups and stuff that I see making tracks just for new speakers and the space for that. And I think it's important to keep doing so that everyone
1: Absolutely. going
2: yeah. forward can, can continue to have the opportunity.
1: Well, Absolutely. And, um, an idea that I that I just got that I haven't seen being done a lot is actually pair up, like pair up an expert, some, yeah. someone who has done yep. done this in the past a few times with somebody brand new. Have that's them the body, team body up system. and do a thing. Yeah, yeah but, that's but, the... But, but actually be together on a stage.
0: Do yeah, you yeah, yeah, well, like, that's true. Yeah. Because yes. Yes. then you will yes. learn kind yes. of like, like an,
1: an apprentice. Like you will get yes. to see how that person prep and how do they think and structure the talk and go about demos or not. Maybe they prepare slides like ten minutes ahead of the talk. I was like, oh, that's exactly
0: what I was thinking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but so you might find out that that's the case more often than not. That's something. That... <laughs> and then if you're a Type A personality like me, that's going to be like, oh, really?
1: Well, but yeah, but, but if anything else, it it only shows that. The bar doesn't need to always be that high. Like sometimes yeah. good is good enough and people are there for you. People root for you. Yeah. Yeah. If if something doesn't go ideally the way you envision that, nobody will know because that's only in your yeah. head, right? So that's yep. additional layer of stress that you add to yourself for True. no reason, right? So that is also like a thing to learn from folks who wing it. Like, well, yeah,
0: sometimes for that's that. good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be. It it, it 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 certainly does not have to be perfect. And I remember within my earlier career, the problem always was that my quality bar was like 150 percent more than was supposed to deliver. And that actually comes to be a problem, even as a consultant or a when you're working with customers and you're over, over, always over prepping. Like 2 a.m. I still remember my wife calling at like 2 a.m. in the morning, but I'm still at the Microsoft local Microsoft office. Can you come here? No, no, no. Important meeting tomorrow. I'm Any just about now. to finish Any this. this. Almost just, done. Just
1: Almost final
0: done. Final thing. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: And, and sure, the meeting went later. well
0: on the next uh, next uh, the day, but still, it's one of those things that, did I actually need it to do the extra thing? Answer is no, because it would have been good enough as well. And, and the many times, actually, in career and work, uh, we should be able to tone back as well, because then what could happen is that you burn yourself related on your personal mindset commitment rather than real-world commitments. And that's a really, that's really good. hard thing to learn as well.
1: And I guess another tip. So unless you are Steve Jobs who launches new computer, don't worry about it. Now we're on that optimistic night, thinking about time.
0: <laughs> what's, what's happening this week? What are you doing this week, April? Any, or in the any focus areas, what you're doing uh, within the upcoming weeks?
2: Uh, well, you know, this time of year, getting getting ready for builds. So, I'm going to be doing a, a workshop on Power Platform and ProDev integration there. So, kind of doing cool. a lot of the prep work for the ag. Happy to be there in person for the in person element of that. But, so yeah, that's taking a lot of my time uh, right now. It's just prepping, prepping yeah. for builds and, and all that. Yeah.
0: Cool. What about the U- Uvaldec? Anything
1: interesting on him. Oh uh, Just it's today, <laughs> like two hours ago, we released a new version of CLI for Microsoft 365. So yep, there is that. Um, anything else? Preparing for build, wrapping up things, making plans for the next big thing, which will ho- hopefully co- come soon. So it's never a dull day, like going from yep. one thing to another and yep. really being all over the place, from code to thinking big. And it's like, what is the next big thing we could do? And and.
0: Moving from one thing to another, one thing to always remember though, I would be the, the I'm now getting really philosophical. Every oh single one of us should be always remembered to also celebrate those wins uh, so we don't actually forget about that one. So it's not just about delivery, 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 and jumping on the next one and next one, and next one, because there has to be a bit of a you know relaxation in between, because otherwise it might actually run out of energy. Now, on my side, SPFX 1.17 went live Tuesday this week. Uh, this week, we're recording this on yes, um, and week ago when this goes live. Uh, and then well, there's MVP Summit coming. I'm involved in Microsoft 365 conference and quite a few sessions, actually. Uh, ECS European Collaboration Summit coming and so on. So, a lot of other stuff there. But I guess that's it for this one. Um, thank you, April, for joining. Really good to catch up. Good discussion and good tips yeah. for everybody else who's watching and listening.
2: Right, thanks Thank for having me again. Good to talk with you.
0: Really, really cool. And from here, we'll jump on the covering the weekly articles, which we actually already recorded uh, earlier today, but we'll, we'll cut it in. Let's Don't not help. tell that. end. <laughs> but thanks, April. <laughs> really, really cool. Thank you, April. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Cool. Thank you, April, um, and on joining us, a really good cue to catch up and and good to have a discussion on on your side of the house as well. I think that the cloud advocates, is in in general, it, it's one of those. Okay, what does it actually mean? What do you do for a living? Well, kind of a lot of stuff. Well, how does it relate? It's different than a PM role and, and all of that. Now there are certain special PMs, and then there's feature PMs, and there are things like my role is pretty complicated to explain uh, in in many sense because a lot of the stuff what we do for example with your Wildek is is we actually do exactly the same thing. So a bit of a different role span. Exactly. And then, we, I mean we we have uh, PMs that own
1: features, we have PMs that coordinate things. We have we have end to end PMs, for example in Azure, sure. who are more sure. who are less focused on a product and more on the end to end experience. So across the company we have just the fact that, that you say you're a PM is like, okay, but but what what do you actually do?
0: Yeah, And, means, and that it, means it, it, that you can seems, be a program manager, a product manager, and technically PM also is a term for project manager, but not in Microsoft because we don't really have project managers anymore. So Yes, correct.
1: correct. So pro- project management is typically, is that right thing to say that's typically taken by program managers?
0: Uh yes, at yes. Least on our we Technically, we don't Identity. really do projects, but again, we do kind of our events and planning and all of that. So yeah, it's yeah. but it's a bit of a difference. I think, Per or officially per or yeah, exactly, exactly. And and whenever there was the consulting branch in Microsoft, I think they had actually project managers uh, at least at some point. Uh,
1: yeah, and they just had
0: customer engagement managers, which is kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, well, that's true. So, yeah. yes. So, yes. Yeah. But those names kept on changing as well, so because you know it's it's good to have a new title. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> if if there are certain things which are which are uh, relevant, uh, evident in Microsoft, organizational changes, title changes, <laughs>
1: we have all, like like if anything else, you cannot you cannot say that we're not evolving. That's true.
0: That's <laughs> all evolving. Absolutely, you can say true. many things about us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which, it's completely, you're entitled to have your opinions, 100%, yeah. so <laughs> absolutely. Now let's jump on the weekly articles. Let's go through what has happened within a week. Uh, we do, uh, as, we, as we started the intro, intro we did uh, before we started the interview, we talked about take two. Uh, we talked about uh, that we're recording this bit earlier, which means that there isn't actually that much articles, but there is, which is actually interesting that there, there has been a lot of, lot of new stuff happening this week as well. And there are certain themes which actually keep on now repeating on every single week. And let's talk about those as well as we go through the articles. So first of all, on the Microsoft Teams blog, they will say an update related on Microsoft Teams rooms, more inclusive and collaborative vision for hybrid meeting rooms, uh, which is cool. So the hybrid is, let's say, the term of the industry right now, which is awesome. So we are not expected to all go back in the office. It's it's more about enabling people to work wherever they want to work and, and wherever they are um, and physically. Like in your case, Waldeck, well, like, I think it's a, such a great example. You have never met any of your teammates uh, or your manager in the real world, right? In person, yes. In person. Yes. yes. So
1: I still... Yes. I still cross my fingers that 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 day will come. Maybe, we maybe had, one day. We you had, can confirm we that had they're an, real. An, an offset for our team a while back, but I yeah. I wasn't there. But like, yeah. and also like, not everybody was. And we have new folks who joined the team since, so it's not an obvious thing, right? And we need to find new ways to kind of build the, the connection. So this might be it. Like, I wouldn't mind to have that like
0: full screen, full wall screen here. And just like Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind the company to buy me a new, a new house or extend the existing one to have this kind of <laughs> with setup a little room <laughs> for meetings. Once you've got your benefits, uh, yeah, we had this nice benefit. Right? <laughs> wow, I,
1: I don't know. I can see I can see this possibly going sideways in the sense that you will spend the whole day in like a cubicle of three meters by three That's meters. Uh, That's is- And it's like having this claustrophobic feeling.
0: on come on. Yeah, yeah, fair. Okay, next. Good. Good. Now, um, this one was the one which I was referring to—a a kind of a theme. What we're seeing in every single week, um, and we we keep on seeing more and more Microsoft uh, products um, and services introducing the Copilot and OpenAI and and machine learning integrations in them. Um, and the Copilot is the term what we seem to be now consistently using across the whole stack. So we we call it Microsoft 365 Copilot. And then that is the the, the technology which is then coming across the individual products. And so, I think it's fair to say, without spilling any beans, that you can pretty much expect the Copilot to be present across all of the individual services and products which we have in Microsoft 365. So. isn't it isn't it already?
1: Have uh, we almost we
0: well, everything already? Well, we no. No, we uh, well we haven't we we've said that it's coming, but we didn't actually explicitly do like one note what fair does enough. it mean in one note how does it actually work in one note y- yeah so, so yes, yeah, so we mentioned the office guy yeah, fair enough, fair enough so that is true cool uh then uh we, there was an article from uh, so- <laughs> this, this, this episode is brought to you in Finnish. Yeah. That wasn't Finnish. <laughs> oh, <It's> gibberish, <laughs> whatever it is now. Well, on the of... gibberish? <laughs> yeah. is that Finnish or is that Jim, completely not? Is that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Now, uh... On the Microsoft 365 blog, there was a, a cute monthly summary. Um, I, I love the fact that we're starting this monthly summary across the stack. Uh, it, it is a really, really, really cool thing. Um, so you can actually have a look on what does it mean, and then references on the point. And again, here we are of course referencing the Microsoft 365 Copilot because that's getting integrated also on the admin experiences. And then calling out all of the news and announcements, what has happened within the last month. Really, really, really convenient way. Um, also, Actually, kind of copy that one. Let's talk about that one uh, in the end a bit uh, more. Um, of course, uh, we, right now we are significantly promoting and uh, the Microsoft 365 conference, and a lot of lot of this stuff will be covered uh, more detailed with additional announcements in the Microsoft 365 conference. So it is the spring event uh, this year, which is really really cool. Now on SharePoint side, uh, same thing. Uh, monthly summary uh on the on the SharePoint roadmap um with a what is it intro zone. And so I was like, what well, what was the podcast name? <laughs> it's <in the> file. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just like you scroll too too far down, like you move you stay up. Oh, it's not. It's not. Oh, it's not. enough. Not for enough. Oh. For enough. Oh. Oh. oh, no, no, no. But Introzone is the podcast which stays bundled in the, the monthly summary, or Mark does that. Um, and that's a good way. This time uh, it's Matt McKenzie, director of um, product marketing, one of the directors in product marketing. And then uh, Sutta Narayan. Uh, we used to actually work in the same team as Sutta, but then she moved. As we shuffled a bit on where the power platform integrations within GoDSP are being done, and the was just shuffling of things. Now, so I think she's not going to actually guess. No, Microsoft supports approval scenarios. Yes, it's still the same thing. Anyway, sorry, Suta, so just needed to confirm <laughs> you're still doing that <laughs> stuff. She was, yeah, really good, good uh, people to work with, and, and no doubt. Capable of doing whatever she wants, uh, but anyway, so uh, a lot of lot of new uh, opportunities, capabilities. Uh, calling out again the updates we talked about uh, the Microsoft Duo connection in the tablet mode, uh, and all of that last time. And so we're referencing again all of the latest news in here, not just on SharePoint because everything is powered by SharePoint, which is actually really interesting. Um, so it's pretty mind blowing as that's being the content services behind of the scenes. Yes. Now you you probably want to talk about this one a bit uh, from Aisha. Aisha is also a cloud advocate. Exactly. Is, right. uh, so uh, the other
1: day we had a, an announcement of Teams Toolkit for Visual Studio Code v5 pre-release, uh, early version of uh, next generation of toolkit and tools to build apps for for Teams. Because if there is one thing that, that we hear time and again is that more and more people and more, and more and more of us spend more and more time in Teams. Teams being you know the where we communicate and collaborate why not bring all the apps that we use for work into teams so that you don't need to you know find bookmarks scatter for URLs. you just can, can have contextually available everything that you need where you you already are and this is just yet, yet, yet another example that, that i built, build targeting specifically developers like how would you build the single control plane for your work right and and in this uh, in this example, she shows an integration with Azure DevOps, GitHub, and Teams and Planner. Uh, Planner. Planner task. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So having basically all of your work, no matter where it is, because if you work on, on multiple uh, projects, well, it could be that, that you know, some of the tasks are more related to organizing things, organizing events. Then you might have some tasks related to code and work. And then there are some other tasks too, right? So bringing all of that into a single pane for you to be able to more easily track your work. So this is a great example of what different types of apps you could build on Microsoft Teams. Check, check sure. it out. True.
0: Sure. Absolutely. I I would not want to see the list of open issues um, assigned in the repos, which I'm anyway associated to because that would be a long list of things. Well, it is confronting, (laughs) but on the
1: other hand, get to it. There are people waiting for your answer.
0: (laughs) That is true. That is true. anyway uh so really really cool and again once again step-by-step guidance on how to get started and and do the things and and this one is using the new dashboard sample as a starting point uh, which is really really cool so basically a tab which is a starting point as a dashboard. Uh, so I, it gives you a good set of things to get started and then modifying that based on your business requirements. Awesome, awesome stuff. Now, we also did announce uh, SharePoint Framework 1.17. We talked about this one quite a few times actually, uh, because we did a beta-beta release candidate and then GA, uh, but now it's available as a GA version. Um, and in here, uh, regardless of the name, which is a bit confusing, um, but again, SharePoint powers uh, the Microsoft 365. Um, we mostly invested Most
1: investments in SPFX (laughs) (laughs)
0: 1.17 is happening on the Microsoft Teams and Microsoft Viva area, but of course there are improvements in the in the SharePoint areas and web parts as well. So a lot of lot of uh, adjustments and improvements. Uh, Really, this is the primary thing here was to get it aligned with the the Microsoft Teams extended. Across Microsoft 365. Technically, that GA'd again on already on November. Now we did have that event last week. We're going to talk about that event uh, in a second. Um, as Outlook is now GAing uh, that feature and all of that, so it don't have to be in a preview, which is the key point. Um, and as part of that, we also did a sync to Teams functionality and all of those to actually be uh, creating auto creating Teams applications for SPFX. Which are supporting then across the Microsoft 365. So a lot of our cool stuff. And Vivo Cards extension updated out of the cards schema one point five, which by the way enables to create tables. Uh, so which is oh, very cool. cool as well. So no longer needing to fit with grids and
1: alignments
0: uh, and like you yes, have a table. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this one is a not a, hopefully not a significant news or, or impacting anybody's Sky for business so usage reports are deprecated in Microsoft Graph um, in production and beta endpoints. Of course, we are always tracking the how much usage individual endpoints. Are and Skype for Business should not really be used at this point anymore. I guess that's the conclusion. I don't know the end of life. Yeah, retirement of Skype I for Business. Yeah, I, I haven't touched Skype
1: for Business for a long time. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I. Have, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we, it's we okay it already yeah, in July 2019 retirement yeah. of Skype for Business that's online. Technically, yeah, four so years, it's, yeah.
0: four four years ago. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Yeah. De- decommission starting on April 23rd 2023. So okay, cool. There we go. Now, on Power Platform side, there was an improving the all Azure Open AI models in Power Automation to save people time. And I have to say, <laughs> as we were looking at this title, I read that five times and I couldn't understand what it is, until I read the actual article. Uh, so Actually, the title, I was there
1: to clarify <laughs> for you. I'm here to hold. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well Dick, well Dick, any chance you can explain again. What yes. Well, so mean?
1: basically the idea is, right? We res- we, we recently uh, announced the ability to for you to be able to express in natural language what do you want to achieve within Power Automate. Okay. And then Power Automate would build for you a flow based on your prompt in a way. Yes, right? Yes. And we improved it. We made it more accurate yep. so that you can more easily get what you actually mean without you having really to name all the different technical blocks within the flow. So yep. with that, you should be able to more easily get to where you want to be with uh, Power Automate Flows. Definitely yep. check Absolutely. it out. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Improvements are there. That's really good. Improvements are always good, right? Yeah. And there's always Hopefully. room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. Yes. There is not a finalized product ever, 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 Never, never. What's new on Power Apps March 2023 feature update? Again, monthly summary on the, what's in the Power Apps. A lot of, lot of cool stuff in here. Um, and of course, there, there, we called out some of these things already in the past. Uh, Co pilot being obviously in front and centers. We talked about the controls. We talked about all of the other announcements there as well. So, again, Really, really cool to have this monthly summaries. They help a lot. Now, this one we talked about. This one was the event uh, from last week. Do you we want to do a quick intro? What was the event all about? And this is the playlist for that event. Uh, Definitely. So, right. so a things. while back, we already
1: uh, talked about the idea of bringing Teams apps to Office and Outlook. And with that, basically bring these apps to where people already are. So if you build a Teams app. But you happen to be in in Outlook, and the app does something like I don't know approvals or something else that is not really tied to Teams. Why should you have to either f- again find the bookmark and open the app in uh, the browser or having to go to Teams if you are in Outlook? So now we have this this ability that you can basically build a Teams app and you can have that app readily available for you, no matter if you are in Teams, again Outlook, or in Office, right? So basically talking about these abilities and showing how does that look in practice and what does it take to build that? What, what technical things are there involved in exposing these apps? Is it just like a snap or is there some work involved? So if you think about it, if you want to ensure that your customers and colleagues can work more efficiently within Microsoft 365, check it out because I think the videos, are pretty short, like there are yeah. 30 minutes, eight minutes, eight minutes. So they're very short, and that will give you a great overview into what's involved in exposing Teams apps in Outlook and Office. And with
0: that, allowing you to achieve more with the work you've already done. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the baseline requirement is actually pretty much nothing, right? Because every ah, single application. Now <laughs> no, nobody will watch the, win- the, the windows, <laughs> the videos. Yes, <laughs> but it, let's put it this way. It's not hard because you don't need to do anything <laughs> to, for the baseline That's experience. Because, but then, again, then
1: you're not helping. <laughs>
0: then you're going to improve the experience with the API level checking and all of the details and contextual information is functionality is functionalities available or not. But anyway, so that's good. Now, uh, we wanted to call out another play, uh, recently published uh, playlist, uh, which which where we have Paolo Pialorzi uh, actually talking here, but this has been done with the partnership of Microsoft. Um, so We basically work with Paolo uh, on doing the videos. We will also pop a set of articles and a blog post um, related on this one. Uh, 17 videos, that's a lot of material. But the point here is that individual videos are pretty short and they're pointing on a specific topic when you are transforming away from the SharePoint adding model to a modern modern features and capabilities so as an example if you have a SharePoint add-in app part how do you transform that to be a SharePoint framework web part? Uh, or if you have an ACS registered provider-hosted add-in, how do you transform that to be a Microsoft, um, Azure Active Directory app, and how do you do that? So really kind of a, that transitional guidance. And um, we want people, I'm going to say this out loud, we want people to stop using SharePoint add-ins, um, officially not deprecated yet. Uh, but of course, there is a lifecycle for all of these technologies. And the sooner people modernize their technology and the better. So sooner or later, it's going to go away. So it's better to actually modernize the things. That's the scoop of today. There we go. Did I say it? Yes, I said yes, it. Yes, you have. You said it out loud. Yes. yes. Um, now, Laura, actually, Laura Cockerinen had a really, really cool, again, a, a blog post related on how to secure a trigger Azure functions from Azure Logic App. Why why why, does, why would you do this? Why, what, what does it mean?
1: Well, you might have an API or logic encapsulated on functions, right? Yep. The last thing you want to do is expose them anonymously on the internet. Because again, if somebody will find out the URL, well, then kind of, the, what's the expression? The rabbit, the rabbit is out of the hat or something like that. I don't yep. know, like the, yep. the horse is gone. Spilled the it, bean. It, uh, yeah, exactly. The, the well, the yeah, like, arms, like it's, uh, it's so. out there for everybody to use and, and, and abuse. So True. you want to have something in place that will prevent abuse of your APIs and logic, yep. right? And there are yep. multiple ways in which you can go about it. So if you want to know, and you definitely want want to know if you don't know it about it yet,
0: yep. check out this article because you will learn an important thing or two. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is the implementation in here is based on the managed side again, the inside of the Azure AD. Oh, so okay. it basically, reference.
1: No, people need to read these things. Don't just. <laughs> Do a TLDR. Don't, yes. <laughs> Don't try to save people time. You need all the information. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah, so read all, it so all. TLDR, just do this. Like, yeah,
0: but what does yeah. that mean? <laughs> Fine. 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 <laughs> Fine. 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 Now, uh, Sarah Hans uh, had a a discussion uh, again with my Mike and uh, Mike, 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 Mike guy. Anthony. Anthony, yes, name, yes, thank you. Sorry, Anthony. Uh, so talking about episode ninety-five, what is Microsoft Copilot, and basically having a discussion on that and introductions. Uh, really, really great show as well. Um, talking, explaining things in a clear language—not uh, like the Microsoft language, I say. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's actually
1: say, like, <laughs> like unpacking our, our, our announcements, announcements. Talking yes, more absolutely. about like, what does it mean in practice? Yes. What is the impact? What What is the possible yes. application benefits? What's the and business
0: implications? What are the opportunities? All of that stuff. And and it's actually really important that we have people like Anthony, Mike, and Achara who are explaining that value with the business language because quite often we as a Microsoft tend to focus on technology a bit more than the actual business value and, and functionalities. So. I'm watching a face. I'm watching a weight. Don't <laughs> over I'm not. I'm not re-recking.
1: I will neither confirm nor deny this statement. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> ah, now uh, Liam Cleary uh, tweaking the modern script editor web part uh, is the blog post, and he talks about and uh, the modern script editor web part, which is something which is provided as an open source sample. Now that's really as a solution to be used in production. Uh, And then basically uh, he talks about the different ways of uh, tweaking that and adjusting that, modernizing and and making things uh, better. Now, technically, we had a script editor web part in the, in the uh, let's say classic experiences in SharePoint, and it was highly successful. However, it opens up a security issue where the end users can just track and drop scripts uh, directly on the SharePoint page, which potentially can leak data. And that's why that functionality doesn't exist in modern SharePoint. Now, as there's however high demand for that kind of functionality, there is an open source solution for it, actually originally created by Michael Svensson, uh, which is an interesting, uh, it um, and it's super widely used, um, but it's it's one of those things where people need to be careful and understanding that if you actually deploy this to your tenant, you are actually opening up a a, a potential security threat because end users can again track and drop scripts in. Um, it might be okay, but people should be aware of of how things are actually done. So good, good, good. Then we had a plug post from Chen Liu. Exactly.
1: About using Power Automate to provide time zone and local time to Power BI, data set, and data flow. Very specific use case. But on the other hand, if that's exactly what you need, well, now you know the way about it. Because yeah, if there's one thing that is really hard, time zones. Time like zones I will I will take yeah. RegEx. I will take DNS every single time over time zones. <laughs> time I don't zones
0: think DNS, hard. DNS is explicitly hard. The problem with DNS and search is that people forget about renewing those. <laughs> 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 they just expire and then say, oh, who was supposed to take care of it? Yeah, well, list? now if only we had a proper service to remind
1: us, like, hey, like you have this thing that you need to pay attention <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah, like sending days. an
0: email to a person who had 50,000 yeah. unread emails. So you know. <laughs> Keep sending five emails every day until you renew yeah, exactly. it. Make <laughs> it true. annoying. That's true. That, that's the one way of doing that. Now, uh, Andrew Connell from Moitano's had a blog post related on SharePoint Framework updated uh, in the SharePoint Service subscription edition. This is actually quite interesting. Um, how would I put this in a politically correctly way? Uh, so, Obviously, I'm, I'm part of the SharePoint Framework team. Uh, one of my hats which I wear is is a BM in that team. Technically, this update uh, is done a bit of a different team, um, but they're using the SharePoint Framework uh, 1.5, because that's provided by our team. So the on-premises team is isolated and a separate team, and and the objective in on-premises team is actually start upgrading now the SharePoint framework, which has been used within the on-premises, um, hopefully catching up at some point, a newer versions like even on the 1.16, 1.17. Now, technically, we'll see what's going to happen in there because a lot of the f- scenarios and, and features what we're introducing as part of the new uh, SharePoint framework solutions are more on cloud Level So for example, Teams integration, Vivo connection integration, uh, Azure AD, uh, all of that stuff. And that's not available in on-prem, that's for sure. So, but at least we're heading to a direction that we're updating. One of the things is also that 1.4.1 is basically using outdated version of Node. And so it would be good that we- And everything else, Node version. Yes.
1: and NPM, yes. and that makes it yes. really hard because you then need to have a really outdated dependency chain Sure. In order to build sure. on this, so this is
0: kind of yeah. So that is it's, really the downside of it. Absolutely, and 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 it's one of those things where externally it's super easy to say, why don't you just update on the latest version? Well, wow. it, it's uh, it's it's surprisingly complicated because um, whenever, it's whenever actually running. Something like why don't you
1: just? There's <laughs> exactly. always there's always a very good reason why things are the way true. they are.
0: True, that's true. There's We're not going to do that like
1: just in developing <laughs> a scale. super.
0: Super detailed discussion on why is that an easy thing, why is that not an easy thing to do right now. But we can have that discussion how much time uh, do you if have? you if you come to Las Vegas uh in Microsoft Tree Conference and see me on the on the walking there, we can more than happy to draw a <laughs> white paper. And explained. Yeah. Hopefully by the way nobody does that. But that's a separate thing. Did I say that one? Circle, circle. Spo,
1: SPO prem. Two different
0: things. That, that's, Two different. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that's true. Now on the message and the show, uh I love the intro on this one. Thank oh, you, Daryl and Daniel. <laughs> offline meetings in teams. Say what? <laughs> so Daniel and Darrow are giving 10 points to the clickbait message title in Message Center this week, because there was a Message Center entry, which was uh, the offline meetings in Microsoft Teams. What? What? <laughs> what? But it's basically a meeting which doesn't have a Teams meeting associated to it, so you can actually create those also in Microsoft Teams. So right now, you you can do that in, yeah, it's an appointment, so, so you know, a in-person appointment, so. <laughs> or just an appointment, like just, you can yes. just book your time. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. But yeah, really, really cool. Uh, once again, covering what's been announced in the message center, check that out. Really, really great show. Thank you, Dara and Daniel, and keeping up on doing this. Uh, we also had a new video from, uh, D- Juliano can, De Luca. Juliane, Juliana De Luca. Thank you. De on how to use Microsoft Team Mesh avatars. Uh, we announced these to be available as part of the Teams V2 uh, announcement uh, last week, and, and you can actually now start using them, and you can create your own Volvo cars, and you can apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice segue. Wow. You can your Volvo
1: cars and teams like what?
0: But you can create your own avatar and then start using that within the Microsoft Teams. Internally, we've been using this for quite a long time, actually, I'd say. Um, and these will get better and better. And there's going to be interesting announcements about the avatars and mesh uh, later on on the spring. Last thing, what we wanted to uh, remind everybody, we do have an absolutely brilliant conference coming up. as a Microsoft 365 conference in Las Vegas on May 2nd to May 4th. Technically, they start on 13th of April uh, as a pre-workshops. Uh, so um, the May 2nd to May 4th is actually the the official workshop day. But there are workshops which are starting before, and there are actually really good workshops. So Sharon Weaver, Sharon Bugler, uh, Brian Alderman, um, Daniel Klein having their things. We have our gathering of, of developer people uh, as well in there. That's pretty... <laughs> Pretty big gathering. Uh, on Monday, same thing. There's Mike Mandelani, Joan Klein, a lot of familiar faces, Tony Paul, Martina Chrome, a lot of Roches doing a workshop as well. And then uh, SPFX workshop with me and Chris and David and Hugo. So, a lot of, lot of, lot of cool stuff. And then the actual sessions. Uh, from Microsoft, we're sending a big, big, big group of people, and there's going to be new announcements and new demos, new things. Um, you don't want to miss out. And the best of all, you can actually meet people in person. So, you can actually start asking those hard questions as well. Don't, don't ask those questions for me. No, it's fine. Just, just joking. So. <laughs>
1: don't tell anybody I told you to ask hard questions. <laughs> hard
0: questions. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fair in those conferences. That's the whole point of the in-person conferences. And yep. we as a Microsoft we're working there. And you can have those hard questions. And then we wanna well, try to answer it the best we can, um, given whatever the question is. So that's one of the, yeah, but the it's values also, of yeah,
1: things. But it's also an important part for us, like we want to learn and we want to yes. hear from you and that is exactly why we go to these events and we are there in person for you Like, and that is also a chance for you to speak up and tell us what's working yes. what's not yes. where we can improve yes. we need to know that to, to do better yep. so like yes like as long as yes as, as much as you're like wow is it the right time yes it is this is definitely yes. the time for you yes. to grab whoever is there whoever you come across and tell them like hey like i have feedback about x or y and if that's not the person well if there's somebody else who is more you know the right person for the area
0: you will be brought in touch and you will be able to share whatever you have on your chest yeah and and like like you said it's not necessary that they can solve the problem immediately but the feedback is important we are building yeah. microsoft 365 and microsoft cloud for you for the the customers and partners to consume so um if if people people have feedback and constructive feedback and and things how we can improve that's super valuable for us so again that's why we do this thing yeah. cool uh i think we went through the the weekly gathering what's going to happen this week um, uh, already with april and it's Holidays? Oh, not holiday season. Eastern uh, is. spring break season. Easter is holidays so, uh, in a way. Yeah, kind of. in In uh, Richmond area, there's the spring break is coming actually right now in the next week, so that's going to impact on on most likely on on the some level of a news and all of that. Um, and we have in Europe, we have four day, four days off. That's almost like a sabbatical, right? <laughs> <laughs> You have
1: a weekend and then two days off and you got all oh, that sabbatical, like that's really short. Sure. By the time you, you pack your bag, you're going to be back. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, yep. <yeah. laughs> but, you know, it's not like you get to have four days off every cold time, so. you got to yeah, you so. reinvent yourself really quickly. <laughs> yes. you, you, you can reinvent yourself just a little bit. Yes. Don't make it yes. too wild. <laughs> Cool. All good. Uh, anything else on your mind, Valdek? No. All, always. Always. But that is for another time. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> yeah, this is a family show. Now, um, <laughs> that is what it's you almost want, like Friday. What's your so. Mind. <laughs> Because but thank you everybody a... for watching and listening. Uh, also use the hashtag m p Weekly uh, in Twitter so we know the awesome stuff that you're writing and publishing in a YouTube or in podcast or whatever formats, uh, because we always want to catch up on what's happening within the ecosystem. Um, give us feedback, what works, what doesn't work. If you have ideas on who would be an awesome visitor, let us know. And that's it. Have a great rest of the week whenever you're watching this. It's probably still at some point of the week, you know, you can say.
1: <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for watching. You're getting Cheers. Very philosophical <laughs> towards the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, we need to keep
0: doing these on Monday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true. Thanks, everybody. We'll be in touch. Cheers. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye.